Hey, hey, friend, I'm back and so are you. Welcome to Monday morning. Before we get started on today's episode, I wanted to let you know that in a couple days this Thursday on that podcast episode, I'm going to have a special announcement. So don't skip town or anything like that. Make sure you will obviously listen to this episode, but then also be sure to come back and listen on Thursday to hear what, what I've been kind of cooking up here a little bit. All right, so let's just say... For example, today is Monday, right? Monday morning, if it's first thing in the morning. But, you know, your Monday morning is off to its usual start. But you decided already that this homeschool year is going to be the best homeschool year ever. Reminds me of it's, we're not near Christmas, but that the book and then the movie, The Best Christmas, I think it's The Best Christmas Pageant Ever. If you've not read the book or watched the movie, do that. You can borrow it from your library. I'm sure you can probably get it like that's super old school. I'm sure you could probably get the, um, watch the video like online or something like that. Okay. I like forget those types of things. You can probably even read the book online too, but let's now get back to this. I put down something for you to read for Christmas. Okay. Do it with your family. You guys will have a lot of fun. Okay. So you decide this is going to be the best homeschool year ever, but no one is cooperating on this Monday morning or Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday morning. Not even the dog. The dog is not even cooperating. How can you get back on track? Not just with today, but with tomorrow and the next day and the next day in all of the weeks that follow and all of your 180 days, if you count. We're just going to sweep that comment under the rug. But I have found that there is two life-changing tips that I have learned from my 11 years of homeschooling and my 20 years of motherhood that I'm going to share with you those two tips, those two secrets here with you today. I'm excited to be able to really kind of dig into my heart and just give this to you so that your homeschool year can be the best ever. Let's dig into it today. Welcome to the Little by Little Homeschool Podcast, where you can get out of survival mode, feel confident in your homeschool decisions, and gain peace in your heart and home. I know that when we plant our feet firmly in this season of life and embrace our homeschooling, motherhood, and homemaking, we will thrive. I truly believe that we can do this from a place of peace and joy, all while growing a ton of contentment. And while we're at it, Mama, let's deepen those relationships with our children and love these years we get to pour into them. If you're ready to create beauty, seek simplicity, and live intentionally, Homeschool Mama, then close out that lesson book, let the kids go play, and let's have an authentic conversation. In previous episodes, I have mentioned, I've said this before to you, that I would say often to James over all of these years, like, on a Sunday night, James, this is the week. This is going to be the week. Everything is going to go according to plan. I'm going to have full control over everything. Guess what? Those are famous last words, right? It never happened. We never have had the week. But our years of homeschooling, 11 years into our 12th year, they've been amazing. Since I made these two adjustments, yes, our days can be messy, but did you know that years of messy days, whether it's every day or every couple of days, not many of us have like consistent every day, 
messy days. If you are having consistent messy homeschool days, you definitely need to head over to clarifyyourhomeschool.com and we're going to get that all cleared out and you're going to clear out the mess. And I'm not saying that you have to have messy days to join Clarify Your Homeschool, but if that's what you are experiencing, if that is your day-to-day life, then listen to this episode. I'll be able to give you some tips and stuff, but we're going to have to do a deep dive and that is exactly what Clarify Homeschool will get you. But days of messiness will lead, they can lead to great years. And you're like, what? That sounds crazy, Lee. Now you're like a crazy homeschool mom talking here. When my kids were little, I mean, there were so many years when they were younger and it was 24-7 that I was on call, that somebody needed me. I mean, minus maybe a few hours overnight, possibly, probably broken up, but somebody always, always needed me. Now I'm at the stage where I have older children, I have teens, I have young adults, and I definitely now get more than a few hours overnight of uninterrupted where nobody needs me. But during the daytime, I'm going to tell you right now, the stakes have never been higher. So whether you find yourself, me, like eight plus years ago, homeschooling with little kids and the days are just kind of messy and there's just so much 24-7 that somebody needs you or you're finding yourself a little bit towards the other end like I am with teens and young adults and the stakes are super high. These two tips, these two secrets, these two adjustments that I'm going to share with you today, they apply. It does not matter whether you have a baby toddler, preschooler, you have an elementary schooler, tween, teen, young adult, no matter what, these two things are going to help you out. And I'm excited to get into it. And if you've been listening to the podcast for any length of time, you might be able to guess some of what I'm going to share because it really, it really is the heart behind what I have learned, what God has shown me and the growth that I have experienced. And I want you to have that as well. Okay, so let's talk about the number one way to have the best homeschool year ever, if I can get that out. It all comes down to you, mom. And it comes down to these two things that you can, I'm going to say in quotes, control, because to an extent we can, but a big part of it is our sanctification and our laying these things down and our then taking responsibility for the areas that we need to work on and being open to working on those and then to actually working on those. Okay. The two things that homeschool mamas need to focus on to have the best homeschool year ever. Are you ready? Drum roll is first one is your attitude. I know. And the second one is your priorities. We're going to dive into both of these right now. So what do I mean when I say attitude? Basically, it is how we approach the day as a whole, but then also how we approach specific situations, those minutes in every single day. So it can start with how do we get up in the morning? What kind of attitude do we have? Do we walk into the day with an attitude of our shoulders hunched over and our head hung low because we're like feeling that we failed yesterday and assuming we're going to fail today? Do we walk into the day angry? Do we walk into the day bitter? Do we walk into the day feeling defeated and feeling like it's not worth it? 
how we approach the day and how we walk into the day when our feet hit the ground really sets the tone. And remember, Mama, you set the tone for the entire house. And if you are grumbling and complaining, and if you are negative, and if you are feeling defeated, and if you say, this day is awful, guess what? Everybody else is feeling that same thing. They take on those emotions and those come out of them as well. And you're like, why is everybody so cranky? Oh, wait a minute. Mm, I think I've been a little bit cranky and everyone is kind of picking up on that. When something goes wrong in our day, how do we react? What do we do in those moments? I can tell you personally, and I will admit that years ago, when things would happen, like say somebody would drop something or spill something, or I would do it. So let's even, let's, let's throw me under the bus here. I would drop and spill something, cup of milk, not just water, like something that is a mess and it splashes and it's everywhere. That would turn me like my attitude straight around, like that, oh, this is terrible. A day's terrible. Like whether I voice that out loud, I would still show that in my emotions and just the way that I was physically acting towards everyone. And I have a lot of regret about that. And I've apologized to my kids. I hope that I apologize at the time. And I know as I progressed in my motherhood, I did. And the great thing is when you can kind of get to a point where you don't have to apologize to them because there's not anything to apologize for. So for example, and I'm not saying that I have reached the pinnacle of anything, but for some reason this, so I make homemade yogurt and I store it in glass containers. This was like maybe a half gallon glass container, maybe a, I think it was a half gallon. I don't think it was a quart, but for some reason, so it was, it was very like, there's a lot in there. So we kept taking yogurt out from this, like almost all week. I dropped that glass container on the floor three times. And you're like, what glass container? What? And it never broke. The lid broke on the first time. But each of those three times, my year old was around and he looked over and saw me. And I was like, well, okay. <laughs> and cleaned it up. Second time I was like, okay, this is a little silly how this is like, I can't see whole hands on this container. Third time, I just busted out laughing. I was like, I don't think this yogurt wants to be eaten. Now, years ago, I probably would have my day would have just been gone and ruined. And my encouragement to you is to not let those things bring you down. To look at those things as this is the moment I'm in. This is what I need to deal with. Yes, it's going to maybe stop me from whatever maybe lesson you're going to do with your kiddos. Might have to shorten it because you have a big mess to clean up. Maybe it's not a big mess. But whatever the interruptions are in our day that we didn't have planned because we... we kind of silly, silly, is that a word? We kind of naively, we'll say, believe that we have control over our days. Yes, we can have plans, but there's just, that's life. Life gets in, we've talked about how relationships, things get messy. Kids um, have a meltdown about something. Uh, child isn't feeling well. Neighbor comes over and needs to borrow something and then stands there and talk, proceeds to talk to you for 30 minutes. That's life with relationships. And it tends to get messy a bit, but our attitude and our response to those situations really can determine the course of our day, which therefore can determine how great of a homeschool year we are going to have. Now let's take this, we've talked about dropping things on the floor. Let's take this to the homeschool realm. Let's take it to during our formal lesson time 
and we have a bit of uncooperation. I know that's shocking, but not all the kids are kind of feeling the math lesson today, or they don't want to be doing this lesson. There's just this overall lack of cooperation. What is our attitude when it comes to that? What do we do in response to that? Do we blow up as well? Do we throw a temper tantrum as well? Or do we calmly try to get to the root of the problem? Maybe nobody slept well the night before. Maybe they're, maybe everybody's not feeling well. Maybe it's just been too many days of sitting and doing book work and everybody's just, their brains are done and you need to go, let's go run around outside. Let's get some fresh air and stretch our legs. And we need to remember that when it comes to homeschool, as well as just overall in motherhood, our children, they're not against us. They're not out to get us. They're not doing things purposely. They're not typically malicious and trying to get the better of us or trying to bring us down or anything. We have to remember that they're not out to get us or anything. But sometimes, sometimes we just need to walk away temporarily, calm ourselves down, like get a cool attitude about things, get perspective and then, you know, get back into the situation and approach it with a better attitude. We're feeling that we don't have a good attitude. So how do we work overall on this attitude? Okay. Are you ready for it? Lots of prayer. Ask God for the right attitude and he will give it to you. It is something that he desires. It is his will for us to have a good attitude about things and to treat others well and to have peace in our home and to be the leader of peace in our home. And when we ask for such a thing that is within his will, those are good things he wants for us. He will give it to you, but be prepared for the process of learning a good attitude. It's going to get a little messy. It's going to get a little sticky and it's going to be hard at times. I also want you to consistently recognize, and God's going to want you to do that too, consistently recognize the times that you have failed in your attitude and consistently correct yourself. The goal here is to be joyful in our days, to be joyful in everything. The Bible encourages us to uh, even be joyful in affliction. And I'm not saying that you're in affliction with, you know, raising your kids and homeschooling your kids or anything like that. But there, it is possible to have joy in every single situation. We need to decide that that's what we want and be willing to go through the process, the sanctification to get us there. Okay, so number one is attitude. And number two of my two tips, my secrets on how to have the best homeschool year ever and how we're talking about really it comes down to mom. Mom gets to decide and mom gets to set the pace for the best homeschool year ever. So we talk about attitude. Now let's talk about priorities. We have chosen to homeschool and a homeschool mom's life is not going to look like the lives of other moms of other families who choose to put their kiddos in state school, which means I do not want you to compare to other moms, to her, to that other mom, your friend, your neighbor, whomever. Her situation, the way she's living is different than you. So you can't compare, but you also know that I'm going to say not to compare to other homeschool moms. However, I do want you to use other homeschool moms as encouragement, as a calling up and as a resource to help you to be a better homeschool mom. But overall, we have chosen to homeschool. So I want you to remember that 
This is not, we are not to do such a thing. When we choose to do something, when we want to do something, it really should be something. And this is maybe where our attitude also needs to be worked on is that it is a priority for us. And we have to remember our lives are going to look different. They're going to look different than if you were putting your kids in school and now you're not. Your life is going to look different and there's going to be a, an adjustment time and that's okay. That's when something like de-schooling really comes into play. And you're like, de-what? De-schooling. I can work with you specifically on that, you and your entire situation over and clarify your homeschool. But something else I want to mention here is that culture rejects this, what I'm going to say next. But as homeschool moms, we serve our family and our culture is like, uh-uh, you know, we got all this, you know, girl power and feminism and that's, that's not what I'm like. They reject the serving of our husband and the serving of our family. Now I'm not talking about like a servant, uh, that, you know, you're a servant, you are Cinderella or you are just, you know, you're there and you have to do all these things and you don't want to be there. We've chosen to be stay at home moms. And now we've also chosen to be stay at home homeschooling moms. And we are here and we are serving our family and we should do so with joy. We are serving our children to help grow them up. We are there to pour into them our morals and our values and the family culture that, um, that you and your husband have decided, like, what are the things that are important for you to pass on to your children? That is another way of serving. Yes, there's the laundry. Yes, there's the meals. Yes, there's the cleaning, but there's also the instruction and the discipline and the just discipleship, which I can tell you that all of those things when in the younger years, it it's draining. It is so draining. It's day in and day out. And you're like, I thought I taught you how to empty the dishwasher. We've gone over this for weeks and still you haven't got it. I want to tell you that someday they'll just do it and they will put, we'll say 90% of the stuff in the right place. You're still going to be hunting some things down. But all of that instruction, all of that discipleship, all of the discipline that you have taught them and you've poured into them will, you will see the fruit of that. I promise you. Okay, let's get back to priorities. And I'm going to say something else here that our culture and our society also isn't going to like. But mama, you can't have it all. We have to prioritize. I'm going to tell you right now, for me in this season of life, I have teens and young adults. And like I was saying earlier, the stakes are higher. The time and the energy of what I'm pouring into them is a lot heavier than it is teaching them how to um, put their socks and shoes on. And, and in relation to those ages, it still is a lot to learn and a lot to teach and a lot of time and effort and emotions. Um, however, between that and this calling that I feel that God has on me right now to speak into you, I can't have it all. I don't have, believe it or not, I don't have much of a social life when it comes to serving my husband and my children and serving this community of homeschool moms. I do have friends. I promise you, I do have some friends out there, but my social life, like I'm not going out a lot and doing a lot of fun things with other people. And that's okay with me in this season because I have my priorities and this is where my priorities need to be right now. And so for you as well, we can't have it all. We can't be um, 
running a, you know, billion dollar company and homeschooling our kids full time. And we're the one giving all the instruction and have a house that's all super clean and three home cooked meals on the table all the time. Now, maybe you could if you had somebody, if you had a cook or a chef, if you had someone cleaning your house. But I'm going to assume that I'm just speaking to the average homeschool mom here who's homeschooling kids trying to maintain homes and get kids to activities and get their lessons in. We can't have it all. So there are going to be seasons where you're like, you know, my house is just clean enough and that is okay. Other seasons were like, you know what? I wish that we could eat more clean. I wish that we could eat. I wish that I could make uh, more extravagant meals, but this is what we can do right now. That's okay. And sometimes it's going to be the homeschool lessons and stuff that need to take a little bit of a lower level. We might say we have um, a parent who's experiencing some health issues or a child and we have to prioritize the time that we have to put into that relationship over having a super, you know, rigorous and high and intense homeschool year. So what is our priority? So overall, though, our priority is that we've chosen to homeschool and we need to realize that that is at the forefront. We have our husband and our children and then the homeschool is wrapped into there, but that's at the forefront. That is a top priority. And we're going to have to figure out there might be some things that need to be kind of be shaved off there on the bottom. It does not mean you cannot get back into those. You can, there will be a season later you can get back into those, but maybe some of those things will kind of change and fall off that you're like, well, I'm not really interested in that anymore. And that's okay too. So what do we do? How do we as homeschool moms How do you have a good attitude and how do you prioritize this season in life, this homeschooling of our kids so that you really can have the best homeschool year ever? Kind of a little bit simple here and you're going to be like, yeah, I thought that's what you're going to say, but here we go. First one, mama, is I want you to get some sleep. (laughs) You're like, okay. Now, even if kids are waking you up at night, maybe you need to get to bed a little bit earlier. Maybe there's kids that are waking up at night. They don't need to be waking you up at night. Maybe it's they're waking up for reasons other than maybe wetting a bed or a bad dream. Maybe they're waking up at night to ask you why the sky is blue. Well, there might need to be some instruction on when a good time is to ask those types of questions. But I need you to get some sleep. Even if that incorporates like taking an afternoon nap just to kind of fill you up a little bit. I think I've said it before here. And if I haven't, I think I lived off of naps for about 10 years, but it's what got me through. But get your sleep. When we are tired, we have a bad attitude and we just let all the priorities go out the window. Second one is a lot of us do homeschool in the morning, fairly, you know, soon in the morning. Mom, I want you to eat breakfast. And are you ready? Coffee is not breakfast. You're like, I don't think I like her anymore. (laughs) But you know, in your heart, that coffee is not breakfast. I do want you to eat some breakfast, get some protein in, get some fruit in, get some yogurt, get some, get some eggs, something in because nobody likes a hangry mom. Okay. When we are hangry, when we are hungry and tired, We're not going to have a good attitude and we're going to let go of those priorities that in our moments of clarity, in our moments of sanity, and well, in our moments of really thinking about our purpose and what we want, we do want a good attitude. We do want to prioritize this. So get some sleep and eat some breakfast. Also, 
Get yourself ready for the day, you know, to an extent. I'm not saying you need to be dressed up fancy. I'm not saying you have to do all hair and makeup, but at the bare minimum, let's get out of our PJs. Let's get even at least some clean sweatpants and a clean hoodie on. Let's comb our hair, maybe pull it back up. And, you know, I would say, you know, a new, cute, messy bun, if that's what you're into. My hair is not long enough for such things. Brush your teeth. Maybe put a little bit of, you know chapstick on but do something to kind of get yourself to to segment uh your day from being in your pajamas and being all I'm not even saying loungy just kind of like very comfy to you know comfy still is okay but maybe you also like to get fully dressed for the day go for it too sometimes we have a lot of times we have to go out during the day and it's just sometimes easier to get ready first thing in the morning next thing the last thing here is I want you to make sure you fill your heart up I want you to spend some time in the Word, doing some devotions or quiet time. Get outside, spend some time with friends, make sure you have time with your husband, whatever it is that's going to fill your heart up. So what do you think? Are you ready to do the hard work that's going to lead to the best homeschool year ever? And guess what? It is worth it. It's worth to do the hard work because then you know what that means for next homeschool year? You can have another best homeschool year ever And you've done the work of working on your attitude and your priorities. You've done that foundation. Doesn't mean you're going to get all the way through it. But the next homeschool year, you will be so much stronger. You'll have that foundation. You'll be like on the first floor. And the next year, you'll be building the second floor. Before you know it, you're going to have like a skyscraper here (laughs) that you've built off of. But I really hope that you have found some encouragement here. And if you're looking for even more of that, head over to Clarify Your Homeschool at clarifyyourhomeschool.com. One last thing, Mama, I would absolutely so appreciate it if you could head on down on your app and give this podcast a rating, hopefully a five-star rating, and give a review. This way, we can help get the podcast out to other moms. Every time this podcast is rated or reviewed, it helps it move up and get out there to other moms. One other way you can help share this is by sending your favorite episode to just one person. Now, if each one of you did that, shared your favorite episode from this podcast to one friend, it would double the impact of this podcast. That would be so amazing. All right. This has been really good. I have fun, fun chatting with you. Don't forget, come back Thursday for that announcement and those details. But have a good day, Mama, and take that first step to have the best homeschool year ever. If this podcast has encouraged you, the number one way you can thank me is to leave a written review on Apple Podcasts. I love to hear how this show has impacted you. So if you could hop over and do that, I'd be so grateful. While you're at it, take a screenshot of this episode and share it with your friends to encourage them. You can also find me over on Instagram at Little by Little Homeschool. Until next time, have a beautiful day, Mama.